GM, I'm Matthew Diemer, and this is GM from Decrypt. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday, February 24th, 2023. I hope everybody is doing well this week. It's almost over. It's almost the weekend, and we have something coming up for you this weekend. Saturday, we have Amin, Gun, Sirer, the founder, the creator of Avalanche. Now, you have to say Avalanche, not Avalanche, not Avalabs. It's Avalabs. They are very picky about how you say their names. If you don't say it correctly... They will send you an email. Their PR team, their marketing team, they'll say, hey, say our name right. <laughs> anyway, Amin Gansira is going to be on tomorrow talking to Stacey Elliott and Dan Roberts. And you're going to have a great time listening to that show. But now let's have a great time looking at those crypto prices. That was a high-energy intro this morning. <laughs> I'm in a good mood this morning. The time is 8.33 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin sitting at $23,851, down 1% in 24. Ooh, maybe my mood just changed. Ethereum is at $1,640, down 1.2%. Tellers number three, Binance is at 309, down 0.3%. And USDC is number five. Running off the top 10, we have XRP. Cardano, Matic moved to number eight at 133. It's down 3.4% shows the performance of everything else. BUSD is number 9, and Dogecoin is at 8.3 cents, down 1.3%. The total market cap, we're at 1.09 trillion, down 1%. A BTC dominance of 42.3, and an F dominance of 18.4. And remember yesterday, my colleague Stacey Elliott was on the show and told you about the Coinbase new Layer 2 protocol called BASE. This is designed to make everything faster and cheaper and easier on Coinbase. Well, it's going to be powered by Optimism. And looks like Optimism is having a little bit of a pump because of it. It's up 6.2% in 24 hours. That's not the interesting thing. Which actually on the news yesterday went from like uh, 280 up to like 320. And it's down to about 3 bucks right now. That's not the interesting thing. The interesting thing is that the volume is up around 60% in 24 hours. Apparently people are trying to ape into it. Trying to sell their bags. And we're going to see where this lands. So Optimism is up on the day because of Coinbase News. Moving into the news today, Sam Bingman-Fried. Man, are we going to stop talking about this guy? Probably not for the next couple of years until he gets charged, right? Well, Sam Bingman-Fried got hit with new criminal charges relating to political donations. He's alleged to have made more than 300 illegal political donations in the United States to try to purchase influence over cryptocurrency regulation in Washington, D.C. He flooded, they said, flooded the political system with tens of millions of dollars in contributions to both sides. So, his new charges are conspiracy to commit fraud on customers of FTX in connection with purchase and sales of derivatives, conspiracy 
to operate an unlicensed money transmitting business, conspiracy to commit wire fraud on lenders to Alameda Research, and conspiracy to make unlawful political contributions and defraud the FEC. Now, while some politicians are giving the money back, some have chosen to wait to see what happens and if they're going to be ordered to. Some are trying to give to charity or nonprofits, which is something that the CEO of FTX Now, uh, John J. Ray III, said it's not going to get them off the hook. You're going to have to give the money back to FTX, back to the customers. You just can't give it away to your donors or people you're trying to curry favor with or nonprofits or charities, which is, seems like it's good. But, you know, if you're rubbing elbows with people in your community, you know, I scratch yours, you scratch mine sort of thing. Joe Biden also got some of this money, but the White House has so far avoided commenting on these donations. OK, so we're probably asking what makes this illegal? I'm I am. I mean, it should be illegal. I mean, the whole system of setting up a 501c4 and spending ungodly amounts of money on candidates is hilariously unethical and undemocratic, in my opinion, if you want to debate me on that, Matthew Ryan at Decrypt.co. But Sam is far from the only person who's doing this, right? I'm assuming that they're charging him with this conspiracy to make unlawful political contributions and defraud the FEC because he used stolen money, not because of the donations. So, but if it does come down to the donations, it seems like the politicians are trying to redirect the conversation to SBF, not their political donors. For example, in the wake of this whole Norfolk Southern derailment here in East Palestine, Ohio, uh, they found that the governor received $10,000 from the rail company just a month before this accident, which is kind of weird, to be honest with you. $10,000 is a drop in the bucket for Governor DeWine. But a month before the accident, I mean, he's not running for re-election. There's no elections coming up. But they gave him ten grand a month ago. He was already re-elected. So where's this money going? It's probably going to a committee so he can donate it to other candidates that are running in 23. That's city council or mayors. Maybe he's saving money for... 24 where he might have other buddies that are going to be running and he wants to give money to there but i don't know anyway he got 10k from the real company also the congressman of the district received eighteen thousand dollars so i guess what i'm saying is once you start making the connection to money given to politicians you see the conflicts of interest and it starts raising questions so it could be that they're just trying to say hey stop looking at us look at sam he's the bad guy but everybody does this everybody gets money from everywhere I think the most interesting thing about all of this, and I think it's a very bad political choice, is you don't talk about where you got your money from. I mean, it's open source. It's there. It's for the public to see. If it's not for the public to see, then it's illegal. So if you got money from the rail company, just say, I got money from the rail company. If Joe Biden got money from SBF in some way or some pack, just say, yeah, we got it. We spent it. I'm president. Uh, it has nothing to do with how I'm going to legislate for everything. Or I'm, I'm here because the people voted me in. Thank you for giving me the money but I'm on the people's side. It seems like a better message than kind of avoiding it, not answering questions. The lack of transparency makes everybody have these conspiracy theories, go down these weird rabbit holes or do mental gymnastics of figuring out right, about how everything is colluded and there's conspiracy theories. Just just be transparent. That's what I think. What do you think? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Australia's financial regulator will carry out a targeted review into Binance's derivatives business. After Binance revealed it's classed some of its users incorrectly. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Binance tweeted this on Thursday. Our team identified a small number of Australian users who were incorrectly classed as wholesale investors on Binance. As per Australian regulations, we are required to inform the users and close any of their derivative positions with immediate effect. So under Australian law, the wholesale investor is someone who has more experience trading and potentially uh, more funds to do so. If they do not meet that criteria or certain criteria to be a wholesale client, they are then classed as retail. And retail are not allowed to trade derivatives. But regardless of Binance's tweet, regardless of their movement, regardless of their trying to comply with law, which the government of Oz saw, the Australian Securities and Investments Commission, said they're going to still investigate. Dapper Labs. They laid off 22% of their employees, citing too rapid growth as their headcount ballooned from 100 employees to 600 employees in less than two years. The CEO wrote a staff letter. We are deeply grateful to our departing colleagues and wish them well in future endeavors. Today is a difficult day. Please be there for each other and take time for yourselves. This is horrible, isn't it? (laughs) I just hate these weird platitudes from companies. It's like, you got fired. He continued. The team worked hard to create a package of benefits to help support every individual, including generous compensation, health continuation benefits, extended exercise windows for equity stock options, and mental health benefits, as well as job search support. Now, the crypto community is wondering if this has anything to do with what happened on Wednesday. On Wednesday, a U.S. district court judge denied Dapper's request to dismiss a lawsuit regarding the platform's NBA Top Shot NFT collection. They are saying that the NFTs offered by Dapper's platform appear to meet the definition of a, you guessed it, security. Do they need cash to fight this? Is that what they're trying to do? The CEO said, All the ruling means is that the case goes to discovery with absolutely no substantive decision on whether NBA top shots are securities. My opinion on this whole thing and all of these layoffs, again, are the incentives right? I mean, if a company does well, we have a bull market and stacks a lot of cash, they get taxed on the profits. So they are incentivized to spend into the business and grow the company. They grow the company, which has many benefits, not just tax benefits. Then there's a little bump in the road, and then they release all of these employees. Is this the case here? Is this the case with all of these new startups or these crypto companies? I mean, yeah, the country does want to incentivize growth. But is this the best way? Is this the best way to just tell people to grow your company, invest in your company? That's your tax write-off. That's how you're using your money. Hire all these employees, and then you just ax them, and people are looking for jobs? I think there is a better way. What do you think? My email is in the show notes, as always. Colombian lawyers, they put on virtual headsets and they held court in the metaverse. And this was streamed on YouTube and those attending appeared as computer-generated avatars. Yes, they were holding court in the metaverse as cartoons. That's the news. Is this a good idea? The judge said in the case that this has the essential purpose of facilitating and expediting these processes. A viewer of this says, I feel it takes away from the seriousness of the case. Me personally? I mean, imagine being sentenced to jail by a freaking cartoon. And then you in real life have to go to jail because of a freaking cartoon in the metaverse. I mean, is this real life? The Fed put out a memo. The Fed said the federal bank regulatory agencies, which include the Federal Reserve, the FDIC, and OCC, 
Today issued a joint statement highlighting liquidity risks to banking organizations associated with certain sources of funding from crypto asset related entities and some effective practices to manage those risks. Recent events in the crypto asset sector have underscored the potential for heightened liquidity risk presented by certain sources of funding from crypto asset related entities. This joint statement highlights key liquidity risks to some effective practices to monitor and appropriately manage those risks. This statement reminds banking organizations to apply existing risk management principles. It does not create new risk management principles. They also said this, and this is a highlight. Banking organizations are neither prohibited nor discouraged from providing banking services to customers of any specific class or type as permitted by law or regulation. And finally, I think this is pretty cool. Spotify is getting into the Web3 space, and they're going to roll out a new token-gated playlist, Pilot. Basically, you know how people, artists, actors, I don't know, just influencers could create a playlist and let you listen to their music? Anyway, this is going to be a token-gated playlist. And this feature is going to let members of particular communities connect their crypto wallet, holding one of the tokens, and access exclusive Spotify playlists. So basically, what's going to happen is the user simply clicks on the playlist. It'll ask you to connect your wallet, MetaMask or Ledger. It'll ask you to sign in, and then it'll grant you access to the playlist. By the way, I don't like this whole sign-in thing. That's what's connecting your wallet. You connect your MetaMask wallet, and that's the sign-in. <laughs> but of course, big tech wants to get your data. So anyway, I think this is a great idea, a really cool idea. It allows people to start to connect with their community differently and allow them exclusive content. And a quick side note about Spotify. Tesla just got Apple Music, which I think sounds better than the Tesla, by the way. However, you can't play podcasts from Apple Music. Spotify has everything, music, playlists, podcasts, video podcasts. I personally think Apple executives need to integrate Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, and start allowing video support for these podcasts, kind of like a YouTube sort of thing, just for podcasts, and put them into one app. I mean, that's the only way I'm going to switch from Spotify, even though Apple Music has better sound. Thank you for listening to this episode of GM. We're going to be back tomorrow with our interview with Amin Gun Sirim. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. Spotify, click those five stars. And you can always email me, MatthewAaron at decrypt.co. My email is in the show notes. Again, tune in tomorrow, but I'll see you on Monday. And until then, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>